Hey, dealmakers, and welcome to the show where it's all about financial freedom with real estate. Let's do this. You're listening to the Financial Freedom with Real Estate Investing podcast, hosted by Garrett Lynch and Michael Blanc, where we talk all about how you can achieve financial independence through apartment building investing. Whether you're just starting out or you want to scale your syndication business, this is the show for you. Today, our guests are Faisal Enswan and Dr. Sherry Flowell, and it's all about mindset today because these are high-performance coaches. High-performance coaches is actually a thing. Google it online. It's an organization and certification that was formed by Brandon Burchard. Besides Tony Robbins, probably the, the one person who has influenced the most people on earth, and Brandon Burchard also focuses on training coaches So his certification is called High Performance Coach. And we actually work with high performance coaches in our mentoring program because the mindset component is so unbelievably important. And so that's why we had Fazal and Dr. Sherry come on the show today. We've been working together for almost two years now, and we want to shine a light on the importance of mindset. So it's not just about the multifamily skill, which is super important, but the mindset is almost equally important to that. So we're going to dig into why that is and how we overcome some of the major challenges around not succeeding in life and investing in general. I want to give a quick shout out to Richard Bartlett, though, who left us a review on Amazon, The Yellow Book. This book holds your hand through the process of doing your first deal. There is so much to this book. It comes with a complete website. That is true. It's a companion course packed with video and PDFs of everything you will need to complete your first deal and many after. I'm starting a 90-day goal today. That's awesome, Richard. Thanks so much for sharing. If you haven't read the yellow book yet, check it out, Financial Freedom with Real Estate on Amazon. And if you enjoy the show, I would love to get your review on iTunes as well. So I also want to shout out Caitlin Wen and Jeff Rodriguez. They partnered together to do their first deal, and they closed a monster deal, 304 units in Alabama, valued at almost $20 million. Now, they both worked with mentors, Matt Bronner and Philippe Shuligan, and they partnered together on this deal, and that is awesome. We're going to talk a lot about coaching and mentorship here on this on the show, but if you want to get into the game, avoid the big mistakes, and achieve your goals faster, which is financial freedom, check out our mentoring program. It's at themichaelblanc.com forward slash mentor. And it's pretty simple. Just schedule a call with us and explore whether mentoring is right for you. So it's themichaelblanc.com forward slash mentor. With that, we're bringing in our co-host, Garrett Lynch. Garrett, what's going on today? What's going on, Michael? So, all right. So have you ever had a coach like, or any coach that has like really materially impacted you? Uh, yeah, I've, I've had many coaches actually over the years that started with like, just like an, almost like an accountability coach for my calendar, like a long time ago. And that was, that was like right at the time. And then I've had like a few others since then, but one of the ones that stands out the most was I think most of my life, like this, this is aside from business. I'm going to be a little bit vulnerable here because yeah, I was having issues in my relationship about a year in and I found a couple's coach that we went to see. And there, I realized that there was a lot of blind spots, things that I just didn't know that existed there. And that, that came out and that we went, ended up doing that for about three, four months. And now after going through kind of the turmoil of just, you know, flushing out a lot of, again, a lot of blind spots, things I didn't know I was doing wrong, following a new set of rules and kind of shifting my mindset with the help of somebody that's really skilled and experienced in, in that arena, we're, I'm getting married in three months with the same person five years later. So, so I think that was, 
if I have to think of the one of the more, more profound coaching experiences, not not directly related to business, but they're they're all encompassing, of course. That's what I would think of and, and point to. Well, it shines a light that you are trying to become a better version of yourself in multiple areas of your life. So it's not around business or finance. Okay, those are important, but health, relationships, spirituality. And so I've had I have coaches and mentors in different respects and trying to improve certain particular parts of, of my life. So I have a business coach right now, right? I had, I, I, I grew up playing competitive tennis in college. So I've had coaches there and coaches in general, they tend to believe in you more than you believe in yourself. And they really give you the tools to kind of reach that next level to fill your potential. And I've also had mentors. Mentors are to me slightly different Mentors are people who have done what you want to do. So, for example, when I started flipping houses, I hired a mentor who had flipped 200 houses, right? And he just showed me exactly what his playbook was, what worked. And, you know, within three months, I had two houses that I was flipping. Now, without this person, I would have, it would have taken me years to do that. On the other hand, when I got into restaurants, I did not have a mentor. And we all know how that worked out. It was a gigantic debacle and nightmare. Now, fortunately, I found a mentor figure person while I was going through that. And that person kind of talked me through it. And I wish I would have met that person beforehand. And so I think most people recognize or have had coaches or mentors in their life. You know, all the professional athletes have coaches, right? A lot of top performing executives and CEOs have coaches and mentors, right? So, so you're scratching your head going, well, if I want to do something, I want to improve an area of my life and I have the financial means, why don't I invest that with myself and hire a coach in a particular area? Why not have a health coach or a spiritual coach, a financial coach? And so that's kind of what we're shining a light on today is the value of a coach. And the value of the coach really is that is to focus on your mindset, is on overcoming limiting beliefs, false beliefs, bad habits, right? All that stuff. And the mentor is a subject matter expert. And this is why we put both of them together in our program, because both are so equally important. And the two people that are actually delivering that service for us is, is Faisal Ensuan. He's coached over 2,000 individuals. He's passionate about coaching. He's a one-on-one, a one-on-one group setting. He's a high, certified high-performance coach. And his partner, Dr. Sherry Flewellen, is also on his team. She's a psychologist who is now a coach. She just finds that very fulfilling. She works exclusively with real estate investors. And Fazal actually works mostly with multifamily syndicators. So their perspective around multifamily mindset is going to be critical. Let's get right in the show with Fazal and Sherry. Fazal and Dr. Sherry, welcome to the show today. Thank you. This is going to be great. You guys are professional, high-performance coaches, and I can't wait to dig in to what you have to share with us. But before we get to that, can you just provide a brief introduction? And why don't you talk about in that introduction? Well, let's go go ahead and introduce yourself just a little bit, give a little background on where you've come here and what you're doing as a high-performance coach. So my name is Dr. Sherry Fluellen. I am a psychologist and a certified high-performance coach. Also been a real estate investor for almost, well, over 15 years. And I work primarily with real estate investors to help kind of with the mindset and just kind of get their whole life in organized in a way that supports the investing. And where Mm -hmm. Faisal and I come in is we are co-owners of an organization that supports coaches to then support real estate investors, and actually this organization. So this is this is going to be a fun and amazing podcast session. Faisal, why don't you introduce yourself? I'm Faisal Son. I'm a certified high-performance coach and a business coach. And I mean, I jumped into this world, to be honest, 
trying to figure out what the hell am I doing wrong in my life? Because <laughs> there were a lot of things going wrong in my life. And by which I mean that I was struggling a lot as, as a young man. I forget about financial success. I was struggling in my relationships, struggling in who I was, struggling with connecting with people. And of course, that is struggling in my work, business, all sorts of stuff. So for me, my mission has become to support others who might not be, might, we're not really moving forward. There are stuck points that they might have in their life and they might want to create a life of financial freedom, but there are a lot of areas that they have not explored yet. And even if they get that financial freedom, they're stuck internally in their mind and they're miserable. They can't connect with the people around them. They are not living a, a, a life that's purposeful, meaningful. And if you look at all those areas, yes, we can support clients to go towards financial freedom, but also we ideally want to bring a life that's worth living. And that's my focus usually. And most of my clients are real estate investors and entrepreneurs. And so I have a ton of fun supporting them to create a life that is full with freedom, not just external freedom, but also internal freedom. Talk about why, so you became a coach because you felt it was a solution to issues and challenges were, that you were having. And how how has coaching, and I assume that you, I, you started working with a coach or several coaches, how has that helped you improve some or all of those areas in your life? Like what has a coach done for you? Yeah, I mean, that's a great question because I mean, most coaches, if you talk to them, they, they, they started because they went through a struggle period in their life. And for me, I went through a period early on in my early 20s where I got into alcohol addiction, drug addiction, depression for a number of years. And that was kind of a point in my life where I, I was like, you know what, something is off. And I spent about a good decade after that trying to understand, not necessarily from a personal development lens, even though you can call it that, I actually got into philosophy and trying to understand like history, trying to understand religion, trying to understand faith. And, and trying to see, like, what the hell am I doing wrong? And as I went through on that journey, it helped me understand a little bit about myself and who I was. And it kind of gave me clues to as to where to go. But what ended up happening the first time I got a mentor slash coach, who I didn't even consider that, the first time a person really believed in my potential. Up until then, I was doubting so much of myself. But all it took was about... I think close to six months of going through a process to help help me dig a little bit deeper into my life to figure out what my life was about, what mattered to me, where I wanted to go, then completely blew open all the doors. And I did not expect that. It, it just, it, so it was about a decade plus of doing it on my own and about six months of working with somebody who was really fully present and didn't have any other motive other than to support me to connect with my potential of what mattered to me. And, and that was a huge difference. When I, when I saw that, I'm like, holy shoot, why don't other people have access? Why didn't I have access to that 30 plus years of my life? You know, I've, I've had coaches in the past at different phases in my life. And looking back on it, I'm like, you know, I actually, I hired a couple of coaches separately that, that just, didn't have enough knowledge or experience in the space that I wanted to be in. And it would, probably wasn't the best idea, but I was so desperate at the time. I was like, you know, I, I need this, right? So how do you recommend that people go out and find the right coach for them and, and vet them to make sure that they don't run into a similar issue that I had? 
as you say that, it, it just reminds me of as, a, as you know, for syndicators, like we're doing the same thing. We're kind of trying to vet each other. And so it's really about, in my opinion, some of the critical things are, you know, what what is your experience? Having that deep conversation of what kind, kind of clients have you worked with and what do you help them achieve? It's that outcome because that's why, that's why we get into coaching is for an outcome. And so having that conversation with a coach of, well, what outcomes do you provide? What does that look like? And a good coach is going to be able to describe it and explain it, give some examples of other people's outcomes and what it looked like for them. But if the coach isn't able to really verbalize that well, then they probably haven't done a lot of work, which means they're a newer coach, which isn't a horrible thing, but you just got to recognize kind of what you're getting. So that would kind of be my initial initial thought. If you want to work with a full-time syndicator to help you get up to speed faster, get your first deal done this year, and scale your portfolio so you can quit your job, then check out our mentoring program. It's at themichaelblank.com forward slash mentor. It's the only program out there that actually guarantees results. That's right. We actually guarantee that you do your first deal in the first year. Otherwise, we'll keep working with you. And set up a, a strategy session call and explore whether it's right for you. It's themichaelblank.com forward slash mentor. So you guys are actually working with our organization. So we have a mentoring program for syndicators and mentoring to us really means that there's a lot of skills specific to multifamily and there are full-time syndicators that actually help people do their first deal and scale their portfolios. And that's the purpose of a mentor, someone who's done what you want to do. A coach though is a little different. Coach may not necessarily be a multifamily syndicator, but what you guys focus on is mindset. And so what we found is that mindset is so important. But I'd like to know, I mean, not everybody in the world is successful doing whatever they want to do. I mean, weight loss or smoking or addictions or real estate investing or syndications. And a lot of people want to do certain things and they want financial freedom or they want this or that. But for some reason, they can't do it. And they might even try and give up or, or think they fail. And I'd be curious, what are some of the things that you're coming across where mindset needs work? Like a few examples of like the top three or four mindset issues that really hold people back from succeeding. Yeah. And before that, I want to kind of combine both of the questions from Garrett and Michael, because I think it works very well. So one of the things that we're doing, so our organization, Coaching Mastery Community, we're, we're trying to, to, our vision is to help kind of take the industry in a positive direction. And it is a big job. But what you find is a lot of people call themselves coaches. But that might not be the case. Everybody has a different idea because the industry is not standardized yet. So we know clearly what a psychologist is. We know what you're going to get when you go into a therapy session, generally, because they, there are some regulations, policies, and stuff around them. Coaching is a completely wide open world. It just has caught people by surprise. A lot like Uber. Nobody knew what the hell Uber was when it came in. Governments stepped in later on to take care of that. But what ends up happening is that Pretty much everybody calls themselves coach because it's become a hype word kind of thing, but they haven't actually gone through one, a formal training, or if the training they've gone through is, has not been enough for them to support people. And so that part needs to be, that's why whenever my clients come in, one of the first things I ask them, like, have you ever gone through a coaching experience? Can you describe what it is? Almost always they will describe to me sort of a consulting relationship that they've gone through. They've gone on a call. Somebody has given them a little bit about, hey, 
they've trained them a little bit about around mindset and, and they said, oh, here, do this with it. So they do some training and they give them a challenge. to do. That is not what coaching is. And this goes to your second question in a sense is that a lot of people who don't create success might be stuck in external validation mode. And I want to kind of take people back. Robert Kiyosaki talks about this as well and coming from real estate investors that we're basically told how to be, we're conditioned how to be in the world. That might not necessarily how might be best for you. So what ends up happening, for example, for an average person growing up in any home, and any, especially in North America, they're taught certain things to do and certain ways to be. And so they grow up thinking that, hey, I'm, I'm going to grow up, go to school, but after that, go to college, get a degree, and then get a job and do something. And, and we all know real estate investors find out about 40 years into their life and like, hey, this is not going to give me the payoff I'm looking for. <laughs> I, I wanted to ask, so you, you touched on this a little bit, but what is the difference between the psychologist and a coach? Because it's like, you, I, I get what you said. It's like they came onto the scene and they're like, I'm just going to make this up and it's something. But there is real value in, in, in coaching. But I, I guess I don't really know how that would be defined. And I've always been curious about that. Well, good news and bad news. Like good news is I can give you my opinion. The bad news is that there is not a single great answer that everybody agrees on. But I was a licensed psychologist for almost 15 years. I gave it up last year because I'm like, I don't need the license anymore because I do high performance coaching and, and these other things. The significant difference, just generally speaking, as, as a psychologist, when I would meet with people they would come to me looking for a diagnosis because they had a significant problem. They were, they were, for lack of a better term, they saw themselves as broken. And so they were wanting me to tell them what to do to get fixed. Uh, now, now, if they didn't want to do what I suggested or what research shows is, is helpful, then they'd go to medicine or there would be a combination of both. But it's very problem focused and in my experience, it was people wanting to become normal. Again, this is my perception as in what the work I did. Now, as I did my own personal development as a leader, as a business owner, I grew a private practice as when I was a psychologist, I owned and grew one. And I recognized that I don't want to be normal. I want to be awesome. And so there's a whole different group of people that want to be awesome and that want to have an awesome life, which is why we love working with real estate investors so much because they want awesomeness, not just to be average or mediocre. And so coaching often it's, it's, there can be that backwards looking of like when, you know, what happened in your childhood, you know, that's the, the stereotypical psychologist is tell me about your childhood and how your parents screwed you up. Now there may be this, some of those conversations that happen briefly, but it's always to the benefit of moving forward towards goals, towards a richer life. So it's much more front and forward facing. A lot of people want these things. They want a more fulfilled life. They want success. They want certain things, but yet they can't seem to do it. So what are some of the reasons that you find that people are stuck? Well, as Faisal was starting to talk about is that we grow up with these frameworks of the way the world works and the way that we work in the world. But that's not always serving us in our actual life. And so it's being able to kind of take a step out of the, the way we've been conditioned and the beliefs we have about the world and evaluate them to see if they're really working for us and if we want to change the beliefs. And so a lot of times what, what gets people stuck in moving forward 
is they don't believe they can, or they don't believe that they're worthy of it, or they don't believe, you know, something is getting in the way. You know, if I, if I don't believe that I can fly, I'm probably not going to jump off the roof, you know? So if they don't believe that they can actually have the success, why try? But they're not always conscious of it. So that's one of them. I think I think that's really early on. You're you're absolutely right. Is is if you if you don't believe something, why would you ever take a step in that direction? Is that fundamentally? Is that really what you're finding for people who just can't get unstuck? Is that really the number one one reason? So I I would say, for me and my experience working with a lot of investors, I would say it's a lack of vision. And one of the reasons why I go into vision with one of the first things that I do is go into vision with my clients. And I I really want to know why are they doing what they're doing and what is it for? Because a lot of times they will start and go jump into an opportunity like real estate investment world. And they kind of the way they jump into it because somebody talked about it or somebody said something about it, but they're not actually clear as to how this is going to support them. The only thing they're thinking is, oh, this is going to get me to financial freedom, but they don't actually specifically know why does that really truly matters to them? And usually going deeper into that, they find out a lot of things in there because when they're, they want fi- financial freedom because they want a certain quality of life. They want financial freedom because they want to connect better with their spouse, with their kids. They want financial freedom because they want to go towards certain things that they're passionate about. They want financial freedom because they feel like that'll make them feel better in their life. Now, as we explore all this stuff, they find out, holy shoot, there are a lot of things that they can deal with right now while building their financial freedom. So in their mind, if they get the financial freedom, then they will be better off, but they don't work on that stuff. And this is usually a stuck point for a lot of investors too, is that they start, but as soon as they get started, they get distracted with something else because Mm -hmm. another opportunity comes up because they don't have their vision and their goals are not focused on long-term and they don't know their strategy towards going towards there. So a lot of the stuck points is is a huge lack of clarity in there. At, so, at least one of the problems. Yes, I'm no, I noticed some similar things. Would you say that the lack of clarity and lack of vision, which are related, is the first step? Is that typically the first step to try to get clear on the vision before tackling the I can't do this or I can't believe I can do that? Is that the, a precursor to that? In my experience is I, I want to know what they're trying to do because if we're trying to solve problems in relation to what you, you can solve, for example, you can solve somebody's Give somebody a million dollars, will it solve all their problems? It'll solve some problems, but we also know that there's enough studies at this point to know that people can lose money really fast. Why do they lose money? Because they have other problems. All right. So how do you help someone with that? You know, and so someone says, I want financial freedom. And, you know, they try to do it on their own or they sign up for some program and nothing really becomes of it. Is it because they didn't really go deep enough in their visioning? And if so, what do you what do you do with them to try to help them get past that phase? Part of the reason why I think high performance coaching works is that there there's not one facet of somebody's life. Vision is the grand part of everybody's life, and I I kind of like focusing on that. Not all coaches focus on that, but part of the process that we know is that people need to get clear about their life. So the, one of the first things I will do is I will want to find out, are they actually clear about their life? What matters to them? And then once we become aware of that, then we're trying to find out stuck points. What are the areas they might be stuck in? So like Dr. Sherry might say, said before is that they might have certain beliefs that stop them from moving forward. They might feel like they're unworthy. They might feel like they're not good enough. And these are a lot of it is subconscious. They might not even be aware of it. And then we find out, like, for example, our relationships are incredibly important. So somebody might jump into the investing world 
they join a mentoring program, but they might be stuck not because of what people might think. They might, we, so somebody who's like yourself who is running the program, they might think that, oh, well, they need to know, they need to get more mentorship. But what they might be stuck with is at home, they don't know how to communicate and get that support from their spouse. They don't know how to communicate that. They're constantly in conflict and the spouse is thinking that you're neglecting us because you're already busy and now you're taking on this other thing and they don't know how to share that vision with them. And because they're stuck with it, a lot of their energy is going into conflict instead of focusing on what matters and they don't have the social So they feel alone, disconnected. They feel like nobody understands them and they go into the real estate world. They will get started in it. And what will end up happening is that they will distract themselves because they don't have the confidence that they will do it because they don't have social support. And this is a very human thing. Now, are there exceptions to that? There are people who are able to override it, but on average, can everybody do it? Probably not. And this is why part of your mentoring program has some social support in it, which I love. And, and like you said, most people aren't even conscious of what's going on. They're trying to do something and you got to peel back the, the onions, the layers. Yeah. And I think the word that, or the experience that a lot of people will get is just this feeling of overwhelm. Like there is just too much to, you know, and they don't even, like you said, they don't even know what to label it or, or where, what is too much, but there's just too much going on. I'm not making progress. I'm overwhelmed. And then they, they quit and stop. But being able to dissect as Faisal is saying, you know, the overwhelm may not be coming from the real estate investing in and of itself. It may be all of these other things that are sucking the energy out of what could have been put towards a real estate investing and deal finding and all these things. And so it's looking at everything and helping people sort out where is your energy going? Where do you want it to go? And how do you make that shift? I, I want to give a concrete example around this from the real estate investing world. And, and this is somebody who was in a program, in a mentoring program. And he's trying to move forward. When I asked him, like he was analyzing all these deals. And one of the sessions that we had around, I think it was around energy, but it came down to this, was he was sharing with me that he's focused on analyzing these deals and he's trying to move those forward. What he was doing was he would analyze the deal, but he wouldn't finish it. Yeah. He would not finish it. And I asked him, like, well, why, why do you feel like you're not finishing? He was scared to finish analyzing the deal. And this is very common, like there, and this might be a self-sabotage process. And I asked him, like, do you have anybody that would, is this, is this a confusion in terms of deal analysis? That was not the case. The guy was smart enough to do that. He was scared. And we had to deal, walk through what he was afraid of. And it took a couple of sessions for him to kind of get unlocked. And what ended up happening for him is that all of a sudden now he is building up a social group around him. Whenever he has deal analysis, he's stuck and he's afraid. He will reach out to people. That's a stuck point. Now, somebody could be there for a year, for two years, for six months. There are investors that I've known, they have listened to podcasts, your podcast or Rod Police or whoever for like three plus years. They haven't done anything. Why is that? So this is another thing. This kind of goes along the same line of thinking. But what if you run into someone that's just got... I, I strongly believe that if you have heavy conflict in some other area of your life, that takes up all your energy, right? So when you run into that, how do you guys navigate? Like, let's say they're, let's say they're having an issue with their spouse or something else that's outside of real estate. Do you guys then become like the, I would assume you're not becoming the, you know, the coach on that side to relationship coach, but how do you guys overcome that to help people get to kind of the next phase professionally? So, so I'll answer that in a couple, a couple ways or in two different perspectives. 
One is within the within the mentorship program, you know, the way that it's structured, the group coaching, like, I'm not going to ask somebody to share some of the deep personal secrets about, you know, their, their conflict with their spouse that they're not willing to go into, or, or, you know, are a little embarrassed about or whatever. But as a high-performance coach, my label may not be marriage coach, but it is absolutely part of the content in which we address. We talk about connection is vitally important as a human. And so how do we improve connections with other people? And of course, if somebody's married, that marriage connection is one of the most important connections in in their life. And so there are all of these, what we know are important aspects of being human that we can bring in and help people look at. And, And another kind of aspect is prioritizing. You know, if somebody's marriage is falling apart, and this is a decision I would make, this is what, these are questions a coach asks really good questions. They don't necessarily give the answers. Now they can give their opinion, and but it's more about asking good questions. And so if I'm working with somebody and their marriage is falling apart, I might ask some questions around what are your priorities? What is most important right now to fix or to, to put your energy into? And maybe it's putting the real estate investing on pause for just a little bit so they can manage and figure out how to you know, how to get their marriage back to where they want it to be. You can't do everything all the time. You kind of have to pick and choose at times. And But sometimes, again, people feel so overwhelmed, they don't even recognize that they have a choice. Yeah. So I have a concrete example around this that might be very helpful to explain Dr. Cherry's point. In my case, I'm, I'm a little bit direct with this stuff because I feel like if your family unit is not working out, you're going to struggle outside as well. And then I focus a lot in that area. So often when I'm going into events, when I'm speaking, this is very common. Somebody will come up to you. He's like, my wife needs coaching. It's always <laughs> the wife needs coaching. Then the husband needs coaching. Like, okay, well, I'd I love to support. Tell me a little bit more. And they're going on. And as they're talking, you can tell that they're not taking responsibility in that one. And often I will just book a call with them. And, and recently I've had a client that was the case. He actually wanted to quit his job, his his career very successful lucrative player. He wanted to jump in full-time into real estate investment space. One, he didn't know how to communicate that. And he thought that his wife was holding him back. But as we've gone through the conversation, as we've gone deeper into it, he just didn't have enough confidence in himself to take the leap and share that vision clearly with his wife so she can support him. Now, it took a couple of conversations for him to go there. And he actually even asked me to have at least one conversation with his wife. And I ended up doing it. Uh, having that conversation, I could clearly see the wife was not the challenge. She was waiting for him to take the lead. And, and he was coming up with all these analysis of this is what's going to happen. That's what's going to, that she didn't care about. She just wanted to, to hear that, hey, I'm confident that this will support our life in a better way. So within about a month, he has that conversation, quits his job, goes full time. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he was sitting with that. And here's the crazy part. He was sitting that for a year and a half. He didn't have any sleep because he was trying to run both his job and business. He couldn't see his kids. It, every time I saw him, his eyes were kind of bloodshot. I'm like, what's going on? He's like, I haven't had sleep for months. Like, this is not as, as simple as, hey, what's what's wrong with the real estate? Well, everybody has these st- stuck points. And it's not just in the relationship. That's just one part. So you're you're kind of you kind of have to bring some people back to normal, right? So it's a little bit of a combination of getting them to a normal level plus helping them grow into, into something bigger. 
Yeah, there's there's still crazy in real estate. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) Yeah, of course. Should you ever hire someone that hasn't done when succeeded at at whatever it is? So, like they, I forget the analogy exactly, but it's something like you don't eat at a restaurant with a, a skinny chef or something like that. You know, is that true? So, are you asking? Can, should I, as a real estate investor, should I hire a coach who hasn't invested in real estate? Is kind of that the specific question? Pretty much. Oh, like I'm I would hire. You. I'm not into real estate, so I'll. I'll, I'll... <laughs> yeah, that's a great. So, so yeah. I'm, I'm a, not yet. So I, of course, I'm attracted to it because I see the potential for it. But part of the reason what I do is because I'm so deeply passionate about this and I'm deeply embedded into, into the world of coaching. And even my second company, I started Coaching Master Community with Dr. Sherry. I, I love that because that that's what I feel aligned with. But interestingly, I, so I call myself the adopted child of the multifamily investing world. I'm not a multifamily investor, but I have, most of my clients are multifamily investors. And so I think the, the question can be reframed as coaches don't need to be successful in a specific area that you're doing. They need to have battled their own success path. So if they are not really diligently going, for example, working on their business, on their craft, that is a problem. If they're not dealing with their relationships doesn't mean they they don't they need to be perfect. God knows I have a lot of problems in my life that I'm dealing with. So <laughs> so they need to be battling all the things that they will be challenging clients to go through. So it, it's, it doesn't mean that you find a coach who was built the best thing ever, but they need to be somebody who's been in that process for a while, and they need to have some kind of training when it comes to coaching because coaching has some foundational principles that you need to follow so instead of bringing themselves and projecting their own life onto another person they're actually stepping in as more of a guide to help the client figure out their path and their life forward rather than putting bringing themselves and their subjective experience into that consistently i, I hope that that helps yeah, yeah, it I mean, does a lot. Actually. But one, one, one of the reasons that we're talking about this right now is that we we found that mindset is so important. And it's not just mindset. It's actually the person's entire life, like your relationships. Has, what does that have to do with real estate investing? Well, apparently a lot. And so we've discovered over the years that there is that missing link sometimes. It's not sufficient to pair you with someone who's got 3,000 units to help you navigate a multifamily deal, you got to work in the mindset as well. And that's why we're working with you guys. And so mindset is, in my opinion, as important as the actual subject matter, whatever that is. And so I think this has been been great. How can people find out more about, about you guys? Faisal, take it away. I mean, you can find me anywhere. Faisal and Son, we, we like you can Google me, you'll find me or FaisalInsan.com. You can also find us as an organization, coachingmasterycommunity.com. If you're interested in the coaching world, we have access to a lot of coaches, a lot of great coaches that we can connect you to. So we'd love to support you there. Yeah, that's yeah, awesome. Same with me, Dr. Sherry Fluell, and, you know, easy to find on on the internet. And yeah, we're we're here to support the organization and any of the the folks, the listeners that are listening to this that are like, I can use a little bit of that. Yeah, it's been great working with you guys to really compliment our, our program as well and get people over the hump and successful. So thanks so much for being on the show here today. Absolutely. To pleasure. Thanks for having us. To me, my key takeaway is you got to get clear on your vision. 
In fact, even in our training program, Dealmaker Certification, before I even learned of high performance coaching and their kind of blueprint, to me, that was the first step is to create clarity. Because if you don't have that, if you don't know where you want to go, how can you create an action plan on where to go? So it sounds frou-frou. And for many, many, many years, I was like, all those mindsets is a bunch of crap, right? It's just, let's just go. Let's go. Forget it. Let's t- take some action. And I have personally taken action in many ways, but I, I sometimes I don't think very thoroughly. Like, for example, when I got started with flipping houses, after reading Rich Dad Poor Dad, I was like, surely financial freedom is real estate investing, which of course meant, me, meant flipping houses. So for years, I flipped a bunch of houses and I got very successful, made some money, and then realized that it's actually a lot of work. There's really nothing, nothing passive around flipping houses. So I wasn't clear in my mind what I wanted. I wanted financial freedom, but what I really wanted is be a real estate investor. Like I wasn't clear on the activity that will lead to me to a certain outcome. And I lost years. I lost literally years of that because I was not clear of what I wanted. Do you regret that though, Michael? Taking well, okay. that action and going that going down that path? So regret is one of those things, okay? Regret <laughs> is one of those things because because you know the, the short answer is no. I don't regret anything, right? Because then you look like an idiot. <laughs> yeah, right. And, and and so here's the thing. I I don't regret them. They made me who I who I am. They have formed me as a human. But having said that, you know, there are things you can still learn and shape you as a human and you get there faster. So for specifically having a mentor would have still given you experience. It's just not your own. It's someone else's experience. So I do regret not having more coaches and more mentors in my life. Yeah, I think I think what you're alluding to is, you know, if you have the combination of of a mentor and, and some guidance and that action, you can do really powerful things because then you have that clear path or, you know, maybe even you need to spend, take some of that action and spend it on and arriving at your vision, right? That actually lines up with what uh, Faisal said in, in the interview too, is that, you know, that was the, the lack of vision is why most people don't do it. So a lot of people get stuck not doing anything because they don't have that vision. There's too much, there's too many things to to decipher, so obviously, if you have to pick like one or the other, taking action is the better. But to your point, if you go down a weird path that maybe it shouldn't have been, you're wasting time also. It's the same thing for if you're a passive investor, okay? And maybe you're, you're investing with, with us or some of the other passive investments, getting clear on what you're trying to do. Because I see so many passive investors who invest in the stock market, okay? Well, there's problems with certain things. If you want financial freedom... You want you want passive income. You're not going to get that from stock market unless you have you know millions and you're, you're basically li- living off the di- the dividends. Okay, so if you want passive income, stocks is not the way to go. Crypto is not the way to go. Okay, well neither is gold. As much as I like gold, it doesn't generate passive income. Right? If you are a high income earner and you want to make investments, okay, investing in the stock market is not the best either because it doesn't give you tax advantages. Okay, so neither does gold, but oil does multifamily syndications do, right? So as you're, as you're, even if you're a passive investor, you got to get clarity on what you're doing. So we have this money and you're, you're earning this money and I'm trying to achieve a goal. What is that? Financial freedom. And then do what Faisal says. Okay, why is that important? I always ask, peeling back the layers, why is that important? Oh, it's so that I can quit my job. I can quit my, my practice. I can do whatever. Okay, well, why is that important? Well, so I can spend more time with my family. Well, why is that important? Right, and so you peel back the un- the layers of the onion here, and you're like, ah, now you're getting to the heart of the matter, and that's what Faisal does does so well. Speaking of passive investing, while we're on the topic, of course, I'd be remiss to remind you if you are in- interested in investing passively with 
in multifamily syndications. We'd love to be your partner. Our investment company is called Nighthawk Equity. Just head over to nighthawkequity.com, click the join button, and schedule a quick call with us. And we'll be able to share some upcoming opportunities with us as well. One thing, though, Garrett, is I do want to pick a bone with Fazal of what he said. You asked him at the very end, and he says, no, coaches don't need to be multifamily investors. And I think that's incorrect. Okay. That is Bolshevik. All right. And this is why we have both. And here's why, right? A coach, here's the other thing. A mentor still, you need both. You still need someone. So you can't work with a coach who understands the psychology and motivation. Okay. And can talk you off the ledge. That is very, very important. That's why we work with coaches. Okay. But he's not going to be able to walk you through a live deal. Hey, I did due diligence today. I discovered a crack in the foundation. How can you help me with that? There's no way he can help you by asking great questions on deciding whether this Kraken Foundation is a showstopper or something you can deal with. What do you think? I, I completely agree. I mean, I think I think it's good to have both. If if you need two separate people for that, if if maybe you know you have somebody that's more in tune with psychology and and that's their strength, that's that's great. But the other side is is equally, if not more, important because. You need someone to help you navigate like the waters that they've already done it. So if someone came to me and they were just going to buy their first two flat, I would be able to basically any single thing that they <laughs> they possibly could run into, I would have an answer for. And so, but, so that. But is, on the other hand, you're not going to be a coach. You're not going to you're not going to no. chase someone or motivate them and be the cheerleader and be their shrink, right? No, you're like I, I let's would lose go. interest instantly, right? So, right. So that's why you know the. That your program is pretty unique because people are getting something out of it. They're actually syndicators, so it's it's really cool. And I think the combination is powerful. But yeah, I I, I would disagree that that you don't need any experience in that on that side. This is a reminder that you you got to put together a team. I've talked about this many times on the show. Multifamily syndication is a team sport, and you need a support network around you. You need your spouse on board. We talked that repeatedly. In fact, it came up today. Okay, now you know you need possibly two, two people to help you, a coach and a mentor. They don't have to be paid, okay? They have to have, but they have to have those roles. And so make sure you you check that box and you have a coach and a mentor. Who, the coach will walk you through some of the mindset issues that you have. And a mentor is someone who's actually done what you want to do, which is multifamily syndications and quit their job, right? So really focus on the team and sit there. I'm going to do this thing and I want to have the support in there. I want to have access to a network that gives me access to deals and capital. We have that, of course, as as well. And then you need some kind of training, okay? You need to learn, which we have as well. So there's really the three in a blueprint that you follow. So when our program we have all three. We have a blueprint that you're going to follow. You're going to be. You're going to get support. And you're going to get access to a network, and that is what makes us so successful in helping people do their first deal, quit their job, become financially free, and then scale their portfolios to a thousand units and above. So, hope you guys were inspired by that. Now, go stop listening to this podcast and get a deal done. Talk to you next time. Thanks for listening. Take the next step toward financial freedom by checking out our Freedom Vault, where you can find free resources to help you with apartment building investing. Whether you're an active investor just starting out or looking to scale your syndication business or looking to invest passively, head over to themichaelblanc.com vault to gain access to our Freedom Vault.